0: Our thing was like, if you're finding the Reformed Church, either listening to our podcast or you're brand new to the Reformed Church, um, we thought it'd be cool to after you've after you see covenant theology in Scripture, how does it actually play out in the church? how How do we understand reading the Bible, worshiping um, through the Bible in the Word and in and, and the Psalms and and in reading these catechisms, how did these actually affect the church on a, uh, on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis? And so we, we both kind of came up with the idea we're, we're going to do season four is going to be on the Reformed Church.
1: Welcome to the Guilt Grace Gratitude Podcast featuring Peter Bell and Nick Fulweiler. This is a show about Christian doctrine for everyone from the historic Reformed tradition delivered by two friends in an unscripted dialogue. Join us as we discuss how the finished work of Jesus Christ changes everything.
0: Real quick, before we begin this episode, listen to the end for updates on our Santa Ana Reformed Church Plant efforts and our upcoming Bible study on the book of Judges.
1: Hello, everyone. Yet once again, it's another day of fresh grace and mercy. This is the Guilt, Grace, Gratitude podcast, where we bridge the gap to reformed Christian theology for your listening pleasure. And today is a recap episode, and we're going to be going over some of our previous Uh, seasons, uh, episodes, and giving you guys a little bit of a snapshot of what we have planned in the near future. Uh, Just as a reminder on our show notes, as always, there's a few links there. You can check out the Society of Reformed Podcasters. That is a group of other podcasts that we are a member of, Like-Minded Doctrine on uh, Reformed Theology. There's also a Church Finder to find a local reformed church near you to just type in your zip code and find a church near your area there's also a few links uh included that we've uh had on the past but mainly cross with season three and uh yeah so we'll jump right into the episode how are you doing
0: <clears throat> doing good it was a, a long busy but Kind of obviously as usual here it's a it's been a fruitful year yeah so that's yeah, been that it's been year. fun to do this
1: yep here's a, here's to another year it is as we're recording, january 1st
0: 2022 yep it is 8.14 a.m so you guys, you guys are getting another early morning episode and it's because uh Nick is Nick is traveling and we had to get something out by Monday yeah. so we have to figure out what what worked best but um yeah we I, I make this joke every single year, and nobody likes it besides me. And I was going to say, Nick, I haven't seen you in a year.
1: At least you know that you're the only one that likes the
0: joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the most of you guys who are listening to this, we can make a joke. You guys haven't listened to us in a year. Where have you guys been?
1: Yeah. Well, what's cool is we can say, what's the first thing you and I did in 2022 we literally rolled out of bed and did an episode.
0: That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was funny. Um, if you guys follow AT Raven Hill on Twitter, his little comments on, I wonder what the guilt, grace, gratitude guys are going to do the morning of <coughs> New Year's Eve or New Year's, not New Year's Eve, New Year's morning. And it's turn to our wives and say uh, exactly what Nick said at the beginning of this episode is like, if I said that to my wife, she would slap me.
1: well isn't it in leviticus 3 chapter 3 talking about uh every every morning fresh fresh mercies
0: it probably is i mean it's a biblical concept there's no question about it but yeah Yeah, if i were to wake up and turn to my wife and say it's another day of fresh grace and mercy she's heard that so many times that she'd be like go away and do something else
1: Hey, if she's heard it so many times, that means she listens to the show. (laughs) It's, it's,
0: She's listened to like maybe two episodes, but it's because she listens to us and she's in the other room, usually when we're recording and she hears it all the time. So she's like, I don't need to listen to your episodes. When I I listen to you guys actually interview people live. And I was like, I guess that makes sense.
1: Yeah. She gets a uh, front row live seat.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That's true. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, season season three is was kind of crazy for us. It it kind of blew up on us. That's, yeah. that's where most of our listeners came from. Um yeah, it that's season three was was kind of nuts.
1: I I mean we've been uh gradually growing uh through each season, but we did hit like a huge um, extra spike right around I think Ligan Duncan's episode. Yeah uh and uh yeah i mean i i think season three was incredibly edifying um i know the audience we've gotten great feedback from it i know personally for me like just gigantic um amount of edification how about we start off just explaining how we even got to the point where we we where season three was an idea and we had the resources to do it
0: yeah we we well we started Planning season three sometime in April or May. I forget when exactly we started talking about it. It was it was when I think it's usually whenever we start planning the next season, is when we finish or have the last no, not finish. When we have the last interview for the current season planned, not usually when we record it, but when we have the last interview planned, or like, oh, I guess we have to think about the next season now. Um, we're not we're not super professional what we do on this podcast yet. Um, which is why I think a lot of people like this. It's We're not, we're not professionally edited. It's, these are real and raw conversations with people who don't terribly know what they're doing. They just want to have good theological conversations. Um, but yeah, we started <coughs> sometime in April or May. And we had both heard about this Crossway book on Covenant Theology. And we were trying to figure out what we want to do a season. And I forget the other ones. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if you remember the other topics that we were throwing around for season three um but eventually this book won out um because we were both looking at it we were talking the crossway and figuring out like what this book does and if there's any other resources for this book and um we eventually agreed with them and we talked to some rts faculty and we said hey what do you what do you think if we if we produce kind of a companion podcast to this book and they're like yeah that actually sounds great and so that's when we started Lining up these episodes, we talked to Crossway, tried to promote their book a little bit more, um, sent out a couple copies um, from them to other guests who didn't have it, and it kind of kind of moved from there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, just uh, we want to thank Crossway um, that them providing the book for us. Uh, to review because it is a hefty book. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure it's worth a pretty penny. <laughs> it's, it's worth so, a pretty penny, that's for sure. And so uh, it was uh, gracious to them to let us uh, have a copy of that and and for this episode. And we, you know, we just thought it matched up perfectly. The amount of chapters in it yeah. would yeah. be perfect for how many episodes to do that's in the true. season.
0: So yeah, so it, like it, oh. In the mid-20s, yeah, it was perfect for, yeah, what, season two was 25, 26 episodes, something like that. Season three was about the same, so it just worked out really well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the episode per chapter, it made it digestible per, per episode and chapter, um, yet even it makes looking at a gigantic, intimidating book like that doable because um, that that book is actually part of the curriculum at Reformed Theological Seminary. Yeah, some and, classes use it. Yep. Yeah, and and it's for a layman like myself. You know, that's not. You know, I don't just have a book like that and and read it casually and, and get <laughs> yeah. a, You know, so it's it's something that was like a good little companion, and like yeah. you said, and Doctor Duncan even mentioned that probably the best compliment I've heard on our show is just like, I like what you guys are doing. This serves as a companion to the book, and I'm like, wow, that is like incredibly humbling (laughs) good feedback so yeah so each chapter is like you know on average probably 20 pages some are really dense and you gotta get through the trenches and some are just kind of easier to kind of get through but either way each one deserves kind of a kind of a nice long conversation about it and we're hoping that you guys when you guys listen to this uh the the most the the what you'll get the most out of it is if you purchase the book and I don't know if you should read the chapter first and then listen to the episode or listen to the episode first and then read the chapter.
0: Yeah, that one. Yeah. I think that one kind of depends. Um, shoot. I would, I would probably, I would probably listen to the episode first and then read, cause it kind of gives you some guidelines and some guardrails and, um, Instead of you reading through it and not being sure what some of the concepts are, what some of the theological language is, and the doctrine is, and then go into the episode and then it's making sense, it it might help if you're if you're probably brand new to the Reformed faith or brand new to the faith in general. It probably helps to listen to the episode first and then read the yeah. chapter. But if you guys have some bearings on the Reformed faith on the front end, you could probably read the chapter first and then listen kind of as a refresher. So. Maybe, maybe that helps those who are not sure how to attack season three. Um, if you're brand new, <laughs> listen first and then read. And if you are um, kind of a seasoned vet when it comes to Reformed theology, read and then listen. Hopefully hopefully that kind of helps Orient. Because the thing is, like these, these episodes are still going to be available now on YouTube, which we'll talk about too. But these will still be available um, just on our archive. So if you guys want to listen to it, I'd still encourage you guys to buy this book. I know the holidays just came, came by and um, we've seen posts about people buying this book and friends have talked to me about buying this book. And so you guys can still buy this book and go through all 27 episodes of season three um, and still profit immensely um, after you get the book. Yep.
1: Yeah. And uh, the nice thing I like about probably one of my favorite things about the book is that it's written in a very linear chronological mm-hmm. kind of organized format, but it's also broken up into three parts. And yeah. so that that first part kind of lays the groundwork of biblical covenants. And so it just explains what each of the, 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 remember, we remember or we believe in two main covenants works and grace, well, and redemption. So three. But then it also talks a lot about, goes into the depth of, you know, um the administrations of grace yep and and works in the old testament and like so there's there's more than just a couple chapters in uh part 1 so yeah,
0: yeah. chapter so, 1 is probably uh, the the heftiest the most chapters or not chapter 1 section 1
1: section 1 yeah and so it real really lays the ground personally i i this isn't to downplay the other episodes later <laughs> yeah. at all, at all. Um, but yeah. if I had to pick a section that I enjoyed the most, yeah, I, I'd say <clears throat> section part one, the yeah, section totally. one of all the biblical, biblical <laughs> covenants.
0: Yeah. It sets the scriptural groundwork for what we hear or what we learn, <coughs> what we read in um, sections two and three, where you get the biblical groundwork on how do we get covenant theology from the scriptures themselves and then section two is how is how have the, how have the covenants been understood historically? Mm-hmm. And then section three is where it's some of the background and theology of these covenants. Um, so, yeah, so I think, yeah, section one is, um, and it can be maybe easier reading, I think, than sections yeah. two and three. Um, yeah. Because it is, I mean, it sounds weird because it's so biblical. It's, it's so yeah. grounded biblically that you can follow on your text. As you open up your Bible, you can follow your text as you read it. And you can you can see you can see what the uh, authors are doing, yeah,
1: no I one hundred percent and I, I think part two historical theology was fascinating i I think that um i'm i just, i love the or history too yeah yeah but but I think especially Ligon Duncan's episode to kick off part two with Covenant in the early church was just really fascinating and amazing conversation. I loved how it kind of Historically served as an apologetic on some of this stuff and how it like formed the early church with covenant theologies. Yeah. Uh, part three for me uh, was definitely edifying, one hundred percent edifying. Uh, yeah. It was much harder. Yeah, it's thick. through. Yeah, it was. I definitely needed help on that one. Yeah, uh, yeah, and
0: that's to, that's yeah. why that's a lot of the reason why we have this podcast companion to it. So those yeah. who go through section three, the hope is if you guys read the book if you know people who read the book or or those who read the book who don't know about the podcast the hope is our um our kind of sludge through section three helps you read section three a little bit better
1: yeah yeah so what was your favorite episode in part one two and three
0: shoot i'm trying to it's, it's like asking even though we don't have kids it's like asking me which one's my favorite kid um mm-hmm. or my favorite book but uh i'm trying your to think cat. i'm <laughs> exactly which one is my favorite cat um the black one or the orange one is like i kind of like them both in different ways um and i, I dislike them both in different ways well um, i'd
1: say i'd say favorite doesn't have to mean just like you no, like totally. it the most it could just yeah, mean like I'm, something that you were most surprised by
0: like it was like um i'm, I'm gonna say i'm gonna say the conversation the one that sticks out to me most is the conversation we had with dr lanier on Um, covenant and the Jehanine epistles and revelation. Um, That one was pretty eye-opening to me on how the book of revelation is a covenantal document through and through. Um, Mm. It's, it's not what I grew up hearing. And I think that can help a lot of people who come to the book of revelation with a lot of baggage from their church background and are not sure what to do with it. Um, And the way that he, and we've had a couple interviews with other people on the Book of Revelation, but his really focused covenantally, and I think it's a great primer for what is the Book of Revelation and what's it doing. So that was that was the most eye opening, I think, for me.
1: For, oh yeah, in part one, yeah, that was a that's a great pick, that's a really good one. Um, what about part two? Part
0: two. I mean, it's hard to beat. There's a couple, we had a great, a couple great interviews on part two. Um, it's just, it's hard to beat, which is his knowledge with, and it may not be the one people are expecting. I, I love Dr. Duncan's episode in the early church. I think we're very used to reformation covenant theology and post-reformation covenant theology and modern covenant theology. <clears throat> we don't so much see it in the early church. Um, and so his breakdown of the early church and their covenant it was was really helpful.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then season or not season part three. Um, I, I'm gonna guess the most the most edifying for me, not really a dark horse, but the most edifying was was probably was probably Pastor Adriel's covenant yeah. assurance. Um, yeah, where he talked through yeah the the preached word is assurance <laughs> the uh, the sacraments. As assurance and i think for your average christian um day-to-day who's reading the bible praying and, and wondering are they saved i think that's the one that, that that they can benefit the most from
1: yeah it was a great way to end the whole the whole thing the whole series um i would say for me even though you didn't
0: ask i'll just um, say <laughs> So, uh, hey, hey nick what were your <laughs> favorites from parts one two and
1: Oh, oh i'm so glad you asked um <laughs> You know, uh, part one, uh, like I was saying, is just so rich in yeah. edification and, and fun to get through. Uh, so, and it, it was recorded quite a while ago. Um, so believe it or not, like I'd have to kind of like re-listen to all of them, but uh, the ones that stick out, oh gosh. I think, you know, uh, the one with with uh, R. Scott Clark, on the yep. mosaic covenant, yep, yep. I think answered a lot of misconceptions, misunderstandings, ironed out a lot of things, and a lot of like light bulbs went off. Um, that one cleared the air on a lot of stuff, and I think that was the most helpful as hmm. far as just getting yep. through some things that could have been hangups.
2: Yeah, and true. so
1: it got nipped in the bud on some things that we. I think, <laughs> I, think I think, I think we like. As far as later uh, recordings in this season, in part two and part three, I think we referenced back to that episode probably the most, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, Because there's still, like, a lot of non-covenant theology um, criticism. Yeah. Like, the the non-covenant theology uh, people, like, will go to the Mosaic Covenant stuff and then that's where he or clark cleared on that like yeah. explained yeah. that stuff. this was fascinating because I, surprisingly like just generally as far as christians we don't hear or learn a ton about like the very 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 early church yeah. and i think he did a fantastic job like really it was a fun conversation just talking about names of people and what was going on in the early early church um and so that that was probably the one i would pick as well yeah and then um this isn't too exciting but i think i would pick the same one you did for just <laughs> adriel's just demeanor and tone and and the conversation i think yeah by the time i got to the episode um I think I learned so much. Maybe it was an easier conversation and and there's a lot of good of a a good assurance and sacraments are really interesting to me. So I liked that one, but this, uh, I think the one, I think the episode that caused the most interaction and um, whether it's good or bad is probably (laughs) dispensationalism.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That one got the most, the most uh, heat on social media. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that's, um, and yeah, we'll, we'll probably have more stuff on dispensationalism as we, as we move along. <laughs> um, but yeah, I agree. I think that could be the most, well, it's, it's because it's quote unquote, the system that's compared with covenant theology the most. And yeah. so it tends to be two very different ways. And there's, there's some, there's for sure some shared, shared similarities and, and shared um like close-handed issues on the inerrancy of scripture both of us would agree on the inerrancy of scripture there's a bunch of things we would agree on but some pretty big things we would disagree on but yeah i i think yeah i agree with that
1: yeah ben ben june did a great job he's very gracious yeah about totally it. um and um if you guys don't agree with us um you're and wrong you are a dispensationalist then <laughs> please just just i'm just kidding you're not wrong
0: you're, you're wrong, just, but you're not wrong. <coughs>
1: Excuse me. Listen to the entire episode and read the chapter. Yeah. And-, yeah and,
0: read, <laughs> and not just the chapter, but well, we have um other resources. If you guys go all the way back, and I know it's far back, but if you guys go all the way back to season one, we have a lot of resources, and season two, uh, which we'll talk about pretty soon as well. We have a lot of resources on covenant theology in general, and resources you can read um, about covenant theology. And so not just a chapter, but if you guys want to really dig in, if you come from a dispensational background, you're still kind of wrestling with the dispensational reading versus a covenantal reading. There's a lot of resources or email us. And if you, if you guys have questions about resources about dispensationalism or covenant theology, email us, we can point you to some resources as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's that's why I think this book is so good. Cause it's, it's a great summary, but it's also a great jumping off point where you start at this chapter and you move from this chapter to the, to the books referenced or um, the resources referenced in this chapter, because in the footnotes, you can see where they're referencing from. Um, and so if you're a, if you're an inquisitive reader and you want to learn more, um, follow those footnotes to go further and you guys will learn more about these various topics too.
1: I doubt there's a better cover to cover concise, but thorough explanation of covenant theology around than this book
0: yeah yeah that's there might be like within specific topics well there's there's definitely within specific topics more comprehensive stuff yeah but nothing in terms of the breadth of what this book covers
1: well i'll put it this way each of these chapters could and easily and have had volumes of works previously done
0: yeah yeah and there's there's plenty of stuff on each of these chapters specifically that either these authors themselves or other authors have already written on but yeah no community of authors with a shared perspective has written what this book has in it
1: yeah i mean it could be come down to you would have to read at least 27 separate books <laughs> yeah yeah to probably get about the same information <clears throat> if you read this one book
0: or have a seminar education which is what i'm getting and and i'm assuming some people have who listen to this but yeah you need a seminar education to to get what a lot like what the distilled information comes from this book alone yeah good deal um, so uh, maybe too, and we don't we don't usually talk about we we kind of talked about this before. Maybe too, we can, and just just so people know, like how do I describe this? Just so people know that <laughs> other people are listening, and just just kind of our growth um, before we before we move on. Um, and I don't think we've ever talked about it on our on our podcast. We might have posted about it before, but just like tangible growth in terms of season three, like what we saw in season three. Um, if we want to go through that real quick too, before we move on.
1: Sure. I mean, I, I'm always a little hesitant to do these things. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. we should, but at the same time, I don't want it to come off that we're puffing ourselves up. Or no, like, no. Hey, and I, how great we are.
0: There's a, there's a couple and, it, and most of it's like us, us thanking those who are listening to us for sharing yeah. it. Um, Cause we yeah. don't advertise, we don't do anything. Um, we, we haven't spent a dime. Well, actually we have spent money on this podcast. but That's mostly just a, shipped things to other people that's the only thing we've ever done um, but yeah. we've never advertised we've never done anything that's just not our that's not our game is to is to promote this in a like a financial sense um, we exclusively rely on word of mouth um and people sharing this via social media which is what happened <clears throat> but it's more just a shout out to those who are listening um as a thank you for um spreading the gospel spreading the reformed faith further and further um but we <clears throat> we hit 100,000 downloads for the for season 3 uh, sometime early december um i didn't see precisely when it happens um but then most of that has come within the last like 3 months 3 or 4 months so we saw some i don't know who's sharing what with who but you guys are sharing this like crazy um because we're getting about 25,000 downloads a month which is a is about triple what we started the year off of yeah um which that's just a a special shout out to our supporters for um just a huge thank you for for sharing this and we'd never ever thought it would get to this point
2: yeah
1: yeah and i mean without the audience you guys this would just be peter and i talking to each other which
0: it was (laughs) like a year and a half ago
1: yeah it, and, and don't don't even maybe you could probably get by never listening to season one but if you did
0: <laughs> just yeah.
1: know that's pretty much we had like almost zero audience it was maybe like some people that we personally knew it was our like, family
0: and friends that was about it
1: and they're like okay I, you know i, know I guess i have guy, to listen so I guess so. uh but yeah. it was mainly me and you just winging it having a phone conversation pretty much geeking out about theology but uh that's that i mean we just kind of stuck to it. So,
0: yeah, that's, so we, uh, <clears throat> that's more of just a, a thank you and a special shout out to our listeners and supporters. Um, yeah. That's, and we're, we're trending up. So we're, we're growing. I, I don't know the exact number, but we're, we're growing pretty, pretty quickly. And like I said, we hit some weird spike in September. Um, we're not terribly sure what happened, but, um, and a lot of it's just like, you guys are listening to old episodes. Um, a lot of our older episodes kind of shot up, which, which is great. So it's, it's a lot of just a thank you and continue listening, continue sharing with your friends. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a big, big thank you to our, our supporters and our, our, our group who, who's listening to us. You um, know,
1: and I would say, even though we definitely work hard and on this, I think we deserve the least amount of credit. Uh mm-hmm. because god obviously this is God's podcast. Totally. He's just we're humbly getting used by him yep. to uh talk about him, spread the gospel, explain his his kingdom to the world and yep, that kind of thing. So and then the audience and uh we can obviously have to thank you for even listening because again it wouldn't <laughs> yeah. even be a podcast if we had no audience. And then yep. I think um our guests. If yeah, we did totally. not have the guests, we'd have. I think that's the that main value of this. Yeah. Is like I don't think you guys would really care to listen to us, nor no. would I probably if it yeah. was only just Peter and myself. So
0: yeah, you guys probably listen to an episode. You guys don't hear a third voice and like, oh man, I guess I have to wait for another week.
1: No, let's be honest. People listen because they want to. They, they're like, oh my gosh, they're talking to the author of that book, or oh my gosh, like that guy. we're getting like seminary level conversations or um, information um, straight from the from these uh, professors' mouths, so you almost said
0: "straight from the horse's mouth," and then you—I almost did. Of course, corrected to to professor's mouth. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, that's it's a huge, huge shout out to the to those who we work with and publishers and everything who are are gracious and um yeah want to want to spread the news of of the finished work of christ for for all who all who believe.
1: Yep. And if it helped bring one person in the entire world to Jesus, then it was worth
0: it. Totally. Yeah. So that's a little recap for (coughs) how we've grown. So we've seen um tremendous growth and it's it's growing much faster now than it's ever ever grown. So that's 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 huge for huge for us and huge for those who are, are associated with the show. And um, yeah, we hope, we hope it grows, not for, not for us in any respects, um, but we hope it grows so that the message goes out even further and people hear about this and learn about this and, and read these books and listen to these, listen to these guests on our show. Um, yeah. I'm sure none of us would ever care if our name was ever known, but if the, if the things we brought up were, were the things that were kind of treasured and taken. So yeah, um, yeah, so that's, that's season three, so hopefully you guys enjoyed that. And before we move into season four, kind of our preview, I want to go through, just, just based off of pure metrics, um, I just pulled this from our uh, podcast app. Um, but if we had to guess our top five episodes for season, for not season three, but for the entirety of 2021, these are one of them is one that I would expect, but the rest of them are not the ones I would expect. To be our top episodes um but yeah number number five from 2021 was one of our catechism saturday episodes which is not what i expected not what not what i thought would have been would have been the case if you guys want to listen to catechism saturday 45 on the lord's prayer which is uh earth Sinus's exposition of the lord's prayer that's that's number five. It's is that one you expected to be in the top five for 2021?
1: Uh, I wouldn't expect it because I wasn't on the episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's right. All the rest of them you were, but randomly that one was. That's the only Catechism Saturday that's in our top ten, which is <clears throat> which is <laughs> great. You guys want to learn more about prayer? Um, Wait,
1: so that one was on which which episode? Uh, the prayer, Lord's Prayer.
0: Yeah, so Catechism Saturday 45, which is just my Saturday series on the catechisms. Uh, like right now I'm going through the Belgic. And this one was when I was going through the Heidelberg. Um, this was question, uh, uh, Lord's Day 45. It's some, I think it's question answer 116 or 117 okay. um, on the Lord's Prayer. So that one, that was number five. And then number, f- yeah. oh, number four was a solo episode you and I did covenant of works in the old Testament. Okay, cool. That was number four, which okay. okay. neither of us kind of expect we, we kind of expect yeah. the guests to be the big, big guns, but that's, that was not the case. Number four was, if you guys want to go back to it, um, this was published June 28th. <laughs> so towards the very beginning of season three, this is, this is number four um
1: yeah that was the second episode of season yeah, three yep um and so maybe people were just starting to listen to season three and we're like all right let's get going and yeah
0: and i think that's i think that's exactly what's been happening people are going back to the beginning of season three and listening from there <coughs> yeah. um and the number three is adam and the beginning of the covenant of grace so it's it's either the next episode or the episode after that so it's Pretty, I think that might be number four of season three. I don't I don't exactly remember which one that was, but that's that is number three episode. That's another solo episode that you and I did.
1: Wow. That's shocking to
0: me. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> exactly. That's, hey, that's not, it just
1: proves it. It just proves it's not about us, it's about the content. Like, yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, that was that was not that was not something we expected. Um <clears throat> number two. Which is also not what we expected. It was, I think, far more of an academic episode, um, kind of high level, what we call um, like, how do you like Christology? Like, how do we understand who Christ is in the first century context? Very academic, um, but it was our second most listened to episode. It was um, Doctor Lanier's Corpus Christologicum, his book club episode. That was number two. Okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so not expected.
1: Yeah. That's, that's surprising. Cause I would have thought, um, even based on, uh, certain episodes, I've looked at, uh, like the, uh, Ligon Duncan episodes way up there.
0: It, it is. And now that you bring it up, number one, which I think we kind of expected, um, number one was Dr. Duncan's covenant early oh, okay. church.
1: okay. Sorry. I thought you were
0: all done with the list. No, no, no. Number. Yes. Number two was, was Greg Lanier and number one was Ligon Duncan. Okay. Covenant of the church. So you guys just want to know based purely off metrics, what was the top five? It goes. Number five was catechism Saturday, number 45 on the Lord's prayer. Number four was covenant of works in the old Testament. Number three was Adam, the beginning of the covenant of grace. Number two was Dr. Lanier on Corpus Christologicum. And number one was Jay Ligon Duncan. So, Dr. Duncan on the covenant in the early church. Ligon. Yeah, Ligon Duncan. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. I keep on saying his name wrong. <laughs>
1: oh my God. You gosh. know, and I, I, think, I think too that um, some of the later episodes in season three. I haven't gotten as much of a chance to get listened to as many. That's
0: true. Too. They'll probably, they'll probably smoke what we have right now, but yeah, they're, they're still getting, and they're like right next to it. Um, but yeah, they're newer than some of these episodes that we have out. Um, Like some of these, some of these have had six months to grow. Um, and so they've, yeah. they've beat a lot of other episodes, <laughs> but that's, that's based purely off of our, our podcast numbers that we yeah. get from anchor um, which is the host of the podcast. So, yeah, that was, those were some unexpected, some unexpected, uh, statistics that we got, but I'm sure that'll change in the, in the coming weeks and months.
1: Can you think of, uh, this is a wild card question. So, and it, I would have a hard time answering it, but do you remember <laughs> a book club episode in 2021 that stuck out to you?
0: Oh boy. <laughs> um, we had a obviously, we had, I don't know, 50 or 60 of them. So we had a lot. Um, yeah. I, I'm i going to see of all the ones that we had, the ones that were probably most, most influential or, or uh, most helpful for me. Um, I liked our first one with Dr. Truman on the rise and triumph of the modern self. Um, it's just was such that a good. This
1: year was that? No, it was twenty
0: twenty one. Oh man! Yeah, that was like right in the beginning of January. We had that one. Okay. Um, that was really impactful for me. Um, I I also enjoyed, and some people don't, but I mean, I just I just love the book, and I love how she structured it. Um, I loved Amy Bird's "Recovering from Biblical Manhood and Womanhood," <clears throat> yeah, um, yeah. just a Trinitarian foundation, and it's a lot of it is kind of fighting against um, improper views of the Trinity, um, which is really what she focuses on for most of the book. And then, um, talks about gender roles and how we understand that in a biblical sense and in a corporate church sense versus kind of outside the corporate church and, and how those two interact. Um, there's, there's so many more. I'm looking at my bookcase right now to figure out which ones were, were most um, impactful. And it, it, and it's, it's honestly hard to beat. it, it was, one of our last ones, Dr. Beals, God Dwells Among Us. It was kind of hard audio because um, his audio wasn't working. So we had to, he had to actually call me and I put my phone next to the microphone to make sure that he was heard. Um, <clears throat> but his research is just, yeah. just mind boggling. Um, the temple from Old to New Testament, it is, mm-hmm. it is so rich. And then how you see that all coalesce in Jesus, it's, that was incredible. Um, So those are probably the ones that stick out to me the most. What about you? Yeah. I
1: mean, first I'd like to say that book club was a thing. It sounds like we, we started in 2021, January. So uh, I think book club has been wildly successful and and fun and uh, edifying. And it's kind of like we do two podcasts in one, we do our book club and then we do our normal seasonal doctrinal episodes, but for book club, um, Gosh, um, I think I think the Kyle Strobel "Where Prayer Becomes Real" really has helped helped my. Uh, I I think about it a lot, um, yeah. and it's helped helped my prayer life. Um, I think I in my own mind I kind of reference back to that one probably more. Yeah. Um, I really like the Lisa Childers one. Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. Uh, even the Rebecca McLaughlin one too. I really like the, the apologetics, yeah. uh, Michael Kruger was a huge treat to have on yep. the, his surviving religion book. Yep. Um, uh, gosh, there's pro- there's so many other ones I'm probably missing uh that. I just had an uh, amazing time reading the book and having the conversation, but those ones yeah. just <laughs> throwing it out, but those ones definitely stuck out. Um, yeah. I like the I like the ones that are challenging, but still a little lay level. Yep. Uh, they're, they're just academic enough, but I could definitely digest them. I think you lean on more of the, the head, the heavier academic or.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're the ones that I read the most.
1: Yeah. But, um, no, I, I think, uh, those are the ones I can think of. Um, Nice. If I,
0: if, I, if any of them pop in my head at
1: all, just <laughs> spout them out
0: like <laughs> exactly
1: randomly. <liner. laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. No, that's no, those are yeah, yeah those are more <clears throat> kind of apologetically weighted books. Uh and then if you guys are on Twitter, you guys probably saw this uh when we posted it. This is on Tuesday. We actually asked for top episodes of 2021 just based off of our listeners. Um, and these are different than the ones that we have from downloads, so that's always interesting. How people um understand these versus our downloads. Um, one of them's the one that we liked a lot. So number number five, this is I, I just counted up all the all the um votes and I I um I put them on a, a sheet and said, Okay, which ones have the most votes? And so I, I based it purely off of that. Um, and so based off of our listeners, number Number five, and all of these are are newer. Um, Number five was Adriel Sanchez's uh, episode on Covenant Assurance and the Sacraments. So that was kind of expected. Number four was Carl Truman and Bruce Gordon on Calvin and Calvinism, the Oxford Handbook. Oh,
1: that's a great book.
0: Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. that's a humongous volume and just great research on Calvin in his context and what he means for us today. Number three, this one was shared in our actual downloads, but number three was covenant in the early church with, um, was it, I, I always forget Ligon or Ligon. Was it Ligon Duncan or Ligon?
1: Uh, Ligon. That's it's right. It's like Ligonier Ministries. I'm really I'm <laughs> like, we got it
0: last time. I'm going to get people who direct message us and tweeted us and say, <laughs> Peter, you said it wrong again. I was like, I know I just, I, <laughs> I suck at words sometimes. <laughs> um, so covenant early church with Ligon Duncan. Uh, number two, this is a great conversation. So I, I forgot about this in Psalms with James Hamilton or Jim Hamilton. That was, I forgot. That was such a ridiculously incredible. We had, we actually had that conversation about five months before, or no, seven months before we actually published it. Um, we actually talked to him in May and Lexham kept on pushing back the publishing date, just with a lot of stuff that was going on with some supply chain issues. Um, so we didn't publish that one until December, but my goodness, was that a great conversation? Mm-hmm. Um, but Psalms with Jim um, Hamilton. And then the number one was kind of the overwhelming favorite was God Dwells Among Us with G.K. Beale, which that could also be like, that was the most recent episode so people liked it a lot. Um, But it's also G.K. Beale, who's a stud. Despite the poor audio.
1: Um, Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Despite how terrible the audio was.
1: But, oh, it popped in my head. Another really stinking good book club, uh, Piercing Leviathan.
0: Oh my gosh! Yes, that's true.
1: That one was fascinating. Yeah, that one was.
0: That was a dark horse. That was. I think people didn't know about that book, and it should have been better known coming out. <laughs> and hopefully, our episode helped a little bit on exposure for it. Um, but yeah, my goodness, was that a good conversation? Mm-hmm. Um. Cool. So yeah, those those are top episodes based off of what we thought. Top episodes based purely off of downloads and numbers, and then top episodes based off of our listeners—those um, who those who listen to us and and say, "Oh, these are the ones we we liked a lot." Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and then we can we can finally talk about what we're doing for season four. So yeah, uh, Nick, we've we've talked it. about we've talked about this a little bit, and we were kind of go, both going back and forth on what we want to do for season four, and because and, we we try to think. Um, Instead of like doing random topics on a on a week to week, and there's there's great podcasts that do random topics on a week to week basis. One of our good friends at the Pactum, they have a great um, series of episodes on kind of not random, but um, not like logically put together week to week, but like really big, really big topics on a week to week basis. So they're they're a great podcast to follow for that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But we were trying to think like what, what makes the most sense to put like to put after covenant theology. So we had kind of the broad base for season one. Then we had kind of a more um, like building people up in, in the doctrine and in season two with spark note seminary. Then we had, okay, how do we actually define covenant theology? Let's get kind of down and nitty gritty of covenant theology in season <coughs> three. And then season four, we were talking about it. Was like we've talked about covenant theology. We've talked about um, kind of reform faith in general, and some of these larger topics. Um, so, if our thing was like, if you're finding the Reformed Church, e- either listening to our podcast or you're brand new to the Reformed Church, um, we thought it'd be cool to after you've after you see covenant theology in Scripture, how does it actually play out in the church? how How do we understand? reading the bible worshiping um through the bible in the word and in and, and the psalms and and in reading these catechisms how do these actually affect the church on a uh on a day-to-day week-to-week basis and so we we both kind of came up with the idea we're we're gonna do season four is gonna be on the reformed church so it's kind of our tentative title we'll have a more official title um come when we publish it but it's It'll be either like Reformed Church Basics or Reformed Church One Hundred and One. So we've been throwing around some stuff, but it'll be it'll be about the same thing. About twenty five episodes. We'll go deep into the background of the Reformed Church, how the Reformed Church worships, what preaching looks like. The Reformed Church. Um, We'll have some guests on who talk about this stuff. We'll talk about some of this stuff, but um, yeah, and that'll come um, tentatively. We'll start that on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So I was gonna make a joke about Valentine's Day in the Reformed Church. It's um oh, no <laughs> but I couldn't think of a good enough one that people would actually laugh at. It'd just be like, Well, you love the Reformed Church, so show her on Valentine's Day
1: okay well that didn't go as <laughs> bad as i thought it was gonna
0: go so, um, <laughs> I, I couldn't think of like a good enough joke and i'm sure people are, are as they're listening shaking their heads like just stick to your day, day job peter don't make jokes and then yeah my wife is yeah. probably agreeing with that right now mm-hmm. that makes a few of us <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh, uh so yeah i'm excited for <laughs> talking about this there's a few books we'll kind of like loosely base loosely based this this podcast or this season off of. Um, Denny Hyde has a book, Welcome to Reformed Church, that we we'll kind of loosely basing it off of. Doctor Waters has another book called How Jesus Runs the Church. Um, we'll, we'll kind of be loosely basing this off of. Um, Doctor Clark has um, Recovering the Reformed Confessions, which talks about the Confessions of the Reformed Church, which we kind of loosely based off of. Um, so there's a couple things we'll be pulling together to make <coughs> season four happen, but it'll go from February 14th to about the middle of August. Um, okay. That'll cover that'll cover about 25 episodes. But yeah, we'll be going through the worship and preaching, um, the offices of the church, the confessions of the church. And so, if you guys are brand new to the Reformed Church, like what on earth do these people believe? And I don't want to read a book on it and um, uh, go to a class on it or whatever. Hopefully, hopefully these episodes give you kind of like covenant theology, a broad primer on the church. So you're not like walking into the church, not knowing what to expect. You you've kind of heard what to expect, um, generally speaking. Um, Or if you you guys have been to a Reformed church and you guys have been a member for a while, um, hopefully it's a good um, reminder and we dig deep on some of the things that people may not have thought about, about the Reformed church.
1: Yep. And between now and mid-February, we still have book clubs. We do. Yep. And if you guys are wondering, like,
0: okay, so then what's happening on Mondays from, what, January 3rd till February 14th? So we are taking a break. This is our very first break as part of this podcast. Um, A lot of other podcasts take more consistent breaks. We just felt like we needed to get some stuff out there on the front end um, just to produce stuff. But this will be our very first break from January 10th to February, what, 7th. That'll be our very first break. But we will still be producing episodes, but they will not be new episodes.
1: That, that, that's the reaction our wives have is, I thought you're taking a break while you're still doing podcast stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: we'll just be doing a lot less than we usually do. Um, because usually we interview about, or we record about two or three times a week. Um, this is on top of (coughs) full-time jobs and families and all that stuff. And so, um, it'll, it'll be maybe once a week, um, for the next month and a half or so, just to give ourselves a little bit of a break. Um, but we'll be, since we had so many people who joined for season three, um, we're going to produce our top episodes from season two. So those who may not have listened or may not have gone back to our archive from season two, uh, we'll, produce, we'll, we'll republish the best episodes from season two, um, those that we think that are most helpful and have have some of the best, best numbers um, to kind of fill the gap on Mondays. Um, and if you guys listen to them, then I, I think listening to them again after season, season three would be really helpful with a lot of this background knowledge again. Um, but for those of you who are new to season to, to us after season three, and you guys haven't listened to season two, um, you guys don't have to scroll all the way back in your archive and your podcast have to find them. We'll be freshly produced on Mondays.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll, we'll pick the top amount to get us to Valentine's Day.
0: Yeah. So So. it'll be five, five of the kind of the best episodes from season two. Um, To bring us from January 10th to February 7th, and then season 4 we'll start February 14th on the Reformed Church, probably the Reformed Church 101 or the Reformed Church Basics. So hopefully that uh, that excites you guys, because we're excited about it, and uh, we think it could be helpful for those who don't know that much about the Reformed Church. And just an entire season dedicated to, if you've never been to one, here are the basics you should know. So when you walk into a church, um, which both of us, when we walked into our first Reformed church, we were like, what's going on with this place? I've never been anywhere kind of like this. And the the hope is when you guys walk in, you you at least have some bearings on, okay, I kind of know what to expect. I know why do they do this. I know why they do that. Um, And it's a great, hopefully it's a great episode or a great season for you guys to share with those who've never been to Reformed church. You guys are inviting your friends to church hopefully hopefully they're great episodes to to send to them and say hey this is the church i go to these are the things that they do listen to these episodes and it'll kind of give you guys a, a really good understanding of what we do that's that's yeah, kind of the hope behind season four
1: because if you're like us a lot of our conversations are. You know, with uh, with other Christians and stuff that are, don't go to Reformed churches, yep. but it's just in our daily lives, and and especially in American context, there's a lot of like, wow, that Reformed church is different than what I expected. Yep. It's, uh, it needs some explanation. It's much different than a, a flashy feel-good concert, <laughs> with, yeah. you know, modern kind yeah. of thing yeah. going on. Um, and it's it's also different than Roman Catholicism. So. Yep. Uh, it's you know so we'll we'll explain what's going on and and why we're doing certain things
0: yeah and (laughs) more updates will will come um and then also kind of a big announcement with season four is we will have a new logo for season four um both for our podcast in general and obviously we'll have show art for season four as well and we'll announce what that looks like and and who's doing that for us um as those details are cemented um but we'll kind of have We'll kind of have a new look coming into season four. Yeah,
1: I'm pumped about that. Yeah, so that'll, yeah. that'll be fun. I'm surprised no one's asked so far what your symbol even means. <laughs> and I wouldn't surprising. really know what to say.
0: <laughs> it's because, it's, it's it's <laughs> to be honest, it, it doesn't mean all that much. Um, we, we, my, my, my wife is the one who actually, she was the first one who designed it for us. Um, and she, she has a, a, an art degree, so this is something that she's she's been trained in. Um, so she understands, like, colors and contrast and, and all this stuff and how to make a logo look good. And so she, she designed it. And so the triangle really doesn't have all that much. I wish I wish it had more theological meaning behind it, but it really doesn't. Um, yeah. The one thing that does kind of have theological meaning behind it is the little rose, the, like the tulip in the middle which is, I kind of, say. It, it is supposed to be like a callback to Calvinism, um, right. or kind of reformed theology, but that's like, <laughs> that's, it's really only like the symbolic, like the only symbolic thing in it. Um, yeah. so as we, as we talk about our logo for season four and the podcast in general, we'll probably have more meaning and symbolism behind it. Um, just to, to show what this podcast is and what we're trying to do. Yep. So
1: and our motto is bridging the gap. So I'm <coughs> nope. not saying this will be it, but maybe Yeah, it bridge? might have something to do with else. it.
0: Yeah. So yes, you, you guys might um, see. Okay, I, I see what you guys are doing. You guys might see some something about bridging the gap. Um, but then that that also brings us to uh to part of season four we wanna we wanna build more into um is we wanna have more opportunity for those who listen to us to help support us. Uh and this is this is beyond, this is above and beyond um, any giving or support you get to your local church. That absolutely comes first. Um, You're giving your resources, whatever it may be. um, That should go to your local church first and foremost. And you have nothing beyond that. Do not switch that to our podcast. Keep that with your church. Um, Yeah. But if you guys have means beyond it to help us out, um, we have some plans as we roll out season four. Um, to do some other stuff and that includes um we'll design some shirts we'll probably do some stickers some stuff to put on your laptop or your or your cup and it's kind of a good conversation started with people who are who are not of the faith um to to talk to them about the faith we'll have like i said we'll have a a new shirt design coming out relatively soon and all of that is around we'll have we'll have levels of basically levels of like donation or subscriptions um for the podcast so if you do you give a certain amount for the first month um then we'll give you a shirt uh we'll have some and these again these are not all that well thought out yet but we're 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 gonna have more of a campaign for like and I, actually nick if you want to talk about like the kind of the phrase that we have for those who who help us grow this podcast
1: yeah i thought the term bridge builders uh, would be good is our a lot of if you guys listen to the podcast you'll hear they have like a term for their supporters um, and so I just thought you know we bridge the gap bridge builders makes sense because we talked about well, we want to like help fund our bridge and make it strong and sturdy so bridge builders would yep. be our uh, name for our, our supporters
0: yep yeah so we'll have we'll have some sort of levels of support and we'll we'll announce that as that comes out um and it'll be probably closer to season four um when we start rolling out all these all these new changes and these new updates to the to the podcast but and that's that's not money that goes into our pockets that goes into kind of building up the podcast itself and having some support on the back end and some things that um either either beyond nick and i's expertise and what we know how to do um so people who can help us on the back end's and we can focus more on the interviewing and talking to people and producing these things. And um, yeah. yeah, so that's, that, that you guys can be, could be looking forward to um, as well. And then what else do we have? We have, we've kind of announced it before, but we have a, we have a YouTube and the day that this comes out, January 3rd, everything from season three and all of book club, and I've, I've yet to upload all of season two and both Nick and I are kind of afraid of putting up all of videos <laughs> from season two. Um, I'm really afraid, actually. <laughs> but we'll we'll have about sixty episodes—no, like more, more like sixty-five episodes—that drop all in the same day on our YouTube page. So right now, I've got everything uploaded from about April on. Um, so if you guys have been listening to April, everything on video has now been put on there. And so if you guys go to our YouTube, a guilt, grace, gratitude podcast, you guys, you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel. You guys will find all of those videos under either book club or under, um, either season two, which is spark note seminary or season three, which is, uh, which is promises and fulfillment and introduction to covenant theology. So yeah, you guys have YouTube to look forward to as well.
1: A little background on that. <laughs> um, so for, Think it's worth explanation. So we always kind of thought. I mean, everyone knows what YouTube is. So we thought, you know, maybe one day it'd be cool if we were on YouTube. We'll figure it out when we get there. Uh, lo and behold, like doing these interviews, um, which we thought this whole time, oh, we're doing audio only. They actually do automatically get the video recorded. So yep. you're like, cool. We've had the video the whole time, but the whole time we kind of like forgot that we'd even like plan to do YouTube. So a lot of <laughs> yeah. these videos, uh, I'm actually kind of afraid, <laughs> like they're not <laughs> the best, like, uh, it's not like super professional. Like I'm no, sitting no, no, down no. at a desk and with our, our guests have like a nice bookshelf behind them and they look very smart. <laughs> <and sophisticated. laughs> yeah. I'm like in a garage or my kid is running in the background or something, or I'm trying to move around to get into a new room and, um, so if it's really, if you guys look at YouTube and uh, an episode just has stock art and it's not a video, it's just because we made an executive decision. It was like yep. such a distracting, bad video that we just did that. But just, uh, I ask for your guys' grace that cause <laughs> I look like crap in some of them. He really
0: does. He looks pretty and bad. So,
1: uh, yeah, no, there's some of them that kidding. I was not thinking we're going to be on video. And, uh, they're like, we do a lot of these, um, and recordings uh to go around our busy schedule. So some yeah. of them are super early in the morning. Um so it looks like it just rolled out of bed. Some of them um are later in the night. So yep. uh yeah. So without that said, please <laughs> give us grace and mercy.
0: Yeah, yeah. We look um, terrible.
1: I look I look really bad in some Yeah, them, I look so. really
0: bad in some of them too. I didn't realize yeah the quirks that I have. When we start watching yourself on video, I was like I I guess I do that a lot, huh? So it's it's kind of yeah. an introspective look for us. But and that's mostly we've had a lot of people ask us about YouTube and um, I know other podcasts do it. So it's it's a way if you guys want to go on YouTube and listen to us, then that's another way of doing it too. Um so you guys have the actual audio for your podcast, but also the video if you guys go on YouTube. Um, yeah, so speaking
1: I'm, of like that, I mean, even right now I'm just, I'm in a freezing cold garage and I only right. have, not even know where the light switch is. So actually you're the only one on video right now i'm just standing in a dog I mean, you room. can
0: see you but you have to look real hard to find you yeah you're good pearly whites whenever you smile
1: my dad is a dentist
0: so. <laughs> <That's
1: right.
0: laughs> yep yeah and then um what last last thing on this on this little recap is um actually two more things we, we're, we'll be at a at the west cal conference January 14th and 15th. And the Pactum will be there There be there be as well. I'm sure some of the people who are listening to this and others that we don't know are coming to that conference. But we're going to have a live podcast with the Pactum either Friday or Saturday, depending on scheduling. Um, so if you guys are at the conference, make sure you guys connect with us uh, and connect with the pactum If you guys want to make a guest appearance on the show then we'll uh, we'll announce details and where we'll be at the location. And uh, we might even have some of the conference speakers on as guests of this episode, um, but be looking for information in the next like week or so on what that actually looks like.
1: Yeah. We'll be excited.
0: Yeah. We'll get to meet some of our listeners and that'll be fun to uh, maybe go out with them, have some, have it. We'll probably like go out with them, have a bite to eat, go to a bar, whatever it may be. Uh, depending on who's there, but it'll be fun to to meet some of you guys who come to this conference. Cool. And then last one, and this is kind of it's kind of related to other stuff we talked about. Um, but we'll be, and we're not both of us. We're never like we're not totally sure how to bring this up, but um, we we do want like uh, with the supporter stuff, we do want to make this known. But we will start looking towards some sponsorships for season four. Um, whether they be more specifically publishers, if you guys have companies that you work with that are reformed. Um, and so we're not looking at like kind of non-reformed stuff, but we want to help those who ref- uh, run businesses that, that either um, help produce reformed theological content, whether it be clothes or um, gifts or whatever it may be, or music. Um, we'd love to help you guys kind of find a, a wider base Uh, So we'll be, we'll be turning our sponsorships on for the first time for season four. Um, We've kind of held that back for a long time. We just didn't feel ready to do it or feel like we were competent enough to do it or had a big enough base. Um, But I think we have that now to where we don't want to promote ourselves on the show. We want to promote others. And so we Mm -hmm. want to use the base that we have to promote. So if you guys know people who are interested and have a business that they want to promote or, have music they want to promote that that promotes reform theology then um connect with us and our emails on our show notes um and it's guiltgracepod at gmail.com so let us know if you guys have any requests or want to work with us and uh, we'd be happy to figure out what that looks like and and help others not ourselves but others find a a bigger base that's that's why we do this It's not to to build up our name or to try to make us make us famous in any way it's so we can get the gospel out. We can get um, reformed theology better known to the, to the masses. So hopefully if, if that interests you, let us know and, and we'll work something out.
1: Yep. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Right.
0: Yeah. I think we, we covered quite a bit. So hopefully you guys listen to this and um, again, thank you so much for, <coughs> for listening to us and, and making season three as, as successful as it was and, um, again, that like Nick said, that success is not due to us. It's it's due to the we're hoping the gospel is going out further and further. And we're, we're in, I don't know, 120 countries. We're in every state in the United States um, growing faster than either of us would have ever assumed. Yeah. But yeah, that's that is all due to our listeners and you guys sharing, interacting with us. And um, <laughs> we would do this people would say like we wouldn't do this without we would do this without you just nobody would listen to us yeah but um we just love doing this that's that's why we do this we don't do it for listeners we would do this if nobody listened to us we do this if one person listened to us we would do this if a million people listened to us it's it's because we love it
1: yeah that's why we started it because me and you were just having conversations anyway and we're like meh might as well yeah kind of put
0: it out there yeah but continue sharing and um hopefully you guys enjoy kind of a a uh, look back to season two, if you guys have never listened to it, if you guys if you guys have, uh, I'm sure there's new stuff that you guys haven't haven't listened to or or didn't catch, especially after all that we had in season three. Um, but we will be back with uh, the Reformed Church 101, or Reformed Church Basics, as of February 14th. So be looking forward to that, and we can end this off. And I hope you guys had a, a great year and are looking forward to. Um, what the Lord does in our lives and your lives in 2022.
1: Yep. We'll check you on the flippity flip. Check <laughs> you.
0: That's right. That's only thing I could think of. What do you say? That is the Michael Scott episode in in the office where he shoots a basketball into the hoop. And basically all it is is like clip after clip after clip of failure is like, I'll catch you on the flippity flip. And he, he throws it into the basket and misses it and has to redo it over and over and over again. When he finally hits it, oh, and he yeah, walks away.
1: I don't think I don't know if that was the direct line from uh Paul Rudd's movie, but that's what I was thinking of. In uh, is it uh, I love you, man?
0: Okay, yeah, 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 that's most yeah. I mean, Michael Scott definitely says flippity flip, yeah, we'll catch you on yep. the flippity flip.
1: Maybe that's what I was thinking of, yeah,
0: cool, well. Thanks for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed season three and all of 2021. And we're looking forward to hopefully bigger and better things as, as season season four and 2022 comes up. Check you on the 50 flip. Yeah. <laughs> Bye guys. Are you looking for a reformed church in the Orange County, Santa Ana area? We'll be starting our study through the book of judges, as well as diving into Reverend Danny Hyde's, Welcome to Reformed Church beginning weekly on December 2nd, which is a Thursday at 6.30 p.m. at 4th Street Market in downtown Santa Ana. If you'd like updates and information on joining our core group, email us at santaanareformed@gmail.com at gmail.com or head to either Guilt Grace Pod or Santa Anna URC on Twitter or find the link in the show notes to learn more.
1: hey guys we hope you enjoyed that episode of our podcast guilt grace gratitude and we as we've said before we are bridging the gap to reformed christian theology for your listening pleasure so we would like to make sure this is enjoyed by others around the world and how to best do that is rate and review us on itunes
0: yeah and you, after you rate a review or instead of and review or doing everything all at once, retweeting us on Twitter, liking us on Twitter, liking us on Instagram, following us on both of those platforms, because that actually puts in front of people's physical face, this podcast, these guests, and most importantly, the gospel, the doctrines uh, that these guests are, are bringing in front of you guys. So please do that. It helps get in front of more people.
1: Amen. And
0: hopefully you guys are part of
1: a local church and you're tithing. And uh, after that after tithing if you have any means left over please consider donating to us to make sure our bridge is well paved and maintained and strong and sturdy as again we bridge the gap to reform christian (laughs) theology
0: exactly yeah and you guys can find that link on anchor our official anchor website if you just go on um our social media links it'll, it'll link you to that website it's also at the bottom of these this podcast show notes. If you're on this podcast, this specific episode, scroll all the way to the bottom of that show notes, and you guys will find a link for this for three different options of donating. So we hope you guys can help us bridge the gap, pay for shipping, get nicer stuff, all for the focus of spreading the gospel further. Yep. All for the kingdom of God. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you guys next time.